Hey, welcome back. The word role and the word position was a tad confusing to me the more I meditated on this. A role is very close. It's called a co-related word with the word position. And so there's like, there's a relationship between the role and position where they can be easily confused as one and the same or which is which. And this is kind of where I found myself the more I meditated on this word. I was doing a little bit of um, like searching for definitions and understanding and stuff like looking in dictionaries and things. And I came across this um, this little answer where somebody had asked the question, uh, what is the relationship between the word role and position? And this is what it said. A role is a prescribed or expected behavior that is associated with a particular position. A prescribed or an expected behavior associated with a particular position. While a position refers to a place or a status assigned to an individual. So I was thinking about that. So like we could say like the role of motherhood or fatherhood is a prescribed or expected behavior that's associated with the position of being a mother or a father. So in other words, we all have certain expectations. We expect moms and dads to behave certain ways to do certain things in their parenting, right? So they're in their position of parenting but there is an expected behavior that we all just ascribe to those roles. Position online in the role of, you can be positioned online like in the role of a teacher, or you can be positioned in a pulpit in the role of a pastor. You can be positioned in the home in the role of a wife or a mother, so on and so forth. Positioned in the marketplace in the role of a witness, and then you can add in the field part, positioned in the marketplace and the role of a witness in a field of advertising or business or direct sales. I know this kind of makes the head spin for a minute when talking about this, but it's really important that we take the time to meditate on this and chew on this so that we do not miss what is happening right now. Let me kind of shift gears a little bit. And I want to just share with you the Lord has very much confirmed to me over and over that this is a seasonal word that he posed to me. And even though he posed it in the form of a question, this is often the way the Lord will speak to me is he will pose things to me in the form of questions to send me on a hunt, to engage in conversation with me. So I know that there have been other key words coming out of my mouth as I've shared this word in various places and in different conversations that have really hit my spirit like that's a seasonal word that's a right now word such as the word opportune or opportunities now the bible has a lot to say about the opportune time if you look at ecclesiastes the scripture that says uh there is a time to every purpose under heaven in some translations it's worded a little differently and it actually will say things like there is an opportune to every purpose under heaven. So the word opportune is listed throughout scriptures in some translations. Um, let me just read a couple of them to you. Psalm sixty nine thirteen says, but as for me, my prayer is to you, O Lord, at an acceptable and opportune time. Opportune time. At what time is opportune? the prayer acceptable at an opportune time. 
O God, in the greatness of your favor and in the abundance of your loving kindness, answer me with truth. That is the faithfulness of your salvation. So in this little scripture here, we can see the word opportune, the word time, and also the word favor and abundance. So we can understand by looking at this that there is an opportune time for favor and abundance. Okay, now that doesn't mean that's the only time for it. It just means that there are things, there are times and seasons scheduled on God's calendars. And there are times that literally God picks us up and puts us into another dimension because it is a seasonal time. It's an opportune time. More on that here in a minute. Jeremiah 46, 17 says, there they will cry out. Pharaoh, king of Egypt, was all noise. He let the opportune moment pass. He let the opportune moment pass. We do not want to let opportune moments pass. Mark 6, 21. Now an opportune time came on his birthday when Herod gave a banquet for his nobles, military commanders, and the leading men of Galilee. Again, an opportune time came. Okay. Mark 14, 11. They were glad when they heard this and promised to give him money. And he began seeking how to betray him at an opportune time. Somebody was seeking to, was it uh, Judas was seeking to betray Jesus at an opportune time. Luke 4, 13. When the devil had finished every temptation, he left him until an opportune time. John 7, 6. So Jesus said to them, my time is not yet here, but your time is always opportune. Okay, now let's shift gears for a second. I want us to understand that both God and the enemy has opportune times appointed in our life. They watch for opportune times, so to speak. God schedules things uh, in times and seasons in our life where we have opportune times. There are now times, there are kairos times, there are opportune times, there are suddenlies, there are times and seasons, there are certain, there, the Bible speaks of things such as a day of favor, a day of salvation. These are words that literally we would have to go over like the different dimensions of time and breaking down the different times and seasons. And we may be headed that direction. I'm not sure yet. I'm literally just tracking with the Lord and sharing with you all as I track and stuff with the Lord. But I want to back up. And I want to share something with you that the Lord brought to my memory last night that began happen to me, happening to me probably about three weeks ago, give or take a little bit. I began to see that I was standing in a different dimension all of a sudden. And it was very, very heightened and I was very aware of it. I was so aware that I could see that I was standing in a dimension and in a different realm that like I literally... I began singing certain songs or certain phrases of songs. I began to tell Sean over and over again, like I'm standing in this realm and this other dimension and I can see it so clearly, even with my natural eyes, I can see both the, the here and now in the natural world, but I can also see where I'm standing in a realm and a dimension of time and the realm of the spirit. And like, 
I, I was expressing to him, like, I wonder why, I wonder what this means. And I began to study certain things. What I was seeing is I was seeing myself standing in mountains. I was standing in a realm and a dimension where there were mountains and valleys both surrounding me. I began to literally cry out in my spirit about um, even using song lyrics such as mountains are being brought low, valleys are being made high you know, different things like that. And that became like my favorite song of the season as I was seeking the Lord to try to understand why is this vision? Why am I so heightened aware of standing in this realm where I see mountains and valleys and my faith was accelerating. I could feel the Lord literally like giving me a gift of faith to begin to speak to mountains and begin to speak to valleys. But I wasn't exactly sure why all of this was happening. It gradually kind of dissipated over a period of about a week and a half to two weeks. I, I went back and I began to study different symbolism meanings biblically for mountains and valleys just to kind of see like what hits my spirit, you know, and I can't say that there was specifically necessarily any one thing that stood out. Many things did. And I prayed a lot of prayers over my personal life according to that and prayed over the season. The Lord began to remind me this of la of this last night, and he also reminded me by letting me hear my own voice and how many times over the last week and a half or so, I have been saying the word opportunity, opportunities, and opportune to others as I share with them, and how much I've been praying about opportunities, how much I've been realizing that I've stepped into certain opportunities, let's say to... Uh, go deeper in discipleship with someone to have restoration in a relationship with someone or to witness or, you know, to jump on us on a word of faith from the Lord and unction from the Holy Spirit and, you know, just jump in by faith and start to do something. And so I began, you know, to like piece all this together. And I was like, Lord, so when I began to see that I was standing in a realm and in a dimension where I was surrounded by mountains and valleys, I was entering a season, a dimension in time. And, and like the Lord confirmed that to me. Now, this super excited me for all of us because I began to realize, OK, now I understand why I knew this was like such a prophetic word, such a now word, a seasonal word. What is your role? What is your position? What is your field? You see, when God has something scheduled for us, he can literally pick us up, so to speak, and put us in another dimension. We all live in the natural, but we also live in the spirit realm. And there are multiple dimensions, okay? There are also within that, there are realms, different places. So there are places in time, so to speak. And sometimes God has something appointed on his calendar for you that he doesn't want you to miss. So he will literally pick you up and put you someplace. For me, it just happened to be three weeks ago. He put me in a realm where I was surrounded by mountains and valleys, where I would begin to speak in authority using the key of David and even begin to speak to mountains and speak to valleys and begin to seek the Lord for deeper revelation on what it means to stand in such a place. So this word is a seasonal word. It's a right now word for us to seek the Lord and meditate and evaluate what has God mandated on my life? What role has heaven assigned me? What position has heaven assigned me? What is the field, the realm, so to speak, the field that God has placed me in? That, that, that word, those questions send us on 
a place of tracking and tracing with the Holy Spirit to seek the Lord for our own personal lives so that we can be prepared for something that God is going to do in a season. Now, we all know in the natural, a season has to do with like, like there's natural seasons like spring, summer, fall, winter. But even prophetically speaking, a season can last for a period of a few months sometimes. I was praying last night, Lord, how long is this word good for? Like it's seasonal. Is it just good for like, you know, a couple of months, the next few months? Um, the Lord was dealing with me about sharing this part today and about it even being seasonal as in like at least quarterly. And so, you know, I want you to think about this word being something that it's not just for this week. It's not just for right now, but even over the next few months of your life to revisit, to meditate, to converse with the Lord on and seek him about answering this. Also within that, I felt the Lord put on my heart that there are some that are being shifted right now. We are going through prophetically, even as a nation and nations are prophetically going through, um, a shift, a turning point, so to speak. I posted something on Facebook yesterday and the Lord literally instructed me to get a picture where there was a turn on a bridge. He said, I want to turn, make sure that there's a turn in there. Why? Because prophetically we are in a turning right now. Okay. So even as a nation, we are in a turning right now. So this can affect us economically, spiritually, socially, culturally, relationally. This can affect us on multiple facets at one time. There's a turning. Okay. So it's super important. Like I posted on that Facebook post yesterday. It's super important that we allow our mouth to govern by the spirit of God, to be governed by the spirit of God, but that we also co-partner with God, cooperate and co-labor with him, putting our mouth to work. Remember decade of pay, the decade of the mouth. We have to decree a thing. We have to use our tongue like a rudder of a ship. The rudder of the ship guides, it turns the ship. So we want to make sure that we are seeking the Lord, that we are decreeing, declaring, prophesying, confessing, speaking, encouraging, edifying, all of those different things in the right direction to turn the ship of our life, so to speak, to even help turn the ship of our nation, to even help turn the ship of our church, our ministries, our work, whatever it is, our relationships. So now is not an opportune time at all for us to allow the enemy to hit us with something emotionally or something soulishly to exhaust us and cause us to allow him to take an opportune time to use our tongue to turn the ship the wrong way. You understand what I'm saying? We must make sure that we literally submit and yield to God's opportune time, but be mindful and aware as I read those scripture examples that the enemy himself seeks for an opportune time. So if he can send a crisis your way, if he can send something emotionally draining your way, if he can send something distracting your way, he will try to take an opportune time that God means a season for your good, for your growth, for your acceleration, for your prospering, and the enemy can come in and try to steal that away so that he can try to turn you a different direction so that you miss out on the abundance or the favor or whatever it is that God has for you. I want to encourage you. You are in a season. We are all in a season. This is for all of us. The Lord, the, the Lord very clearly confirmed that to me. This is for all of us. We are in a season where many of us have Kairos moments scheduled. The Kairos time. We'll come back to that in a second. An opportune time scheduled. It's a 
seasonal time where the Lord is preparing and positioning people, or he is preparing us to solidify us in our roles and positions and understanding what our field is. And he's got reasons for it. They may vary. My reasons why God wants me to understand my role, position, and field may be a little differently, or the outcome from this seasonal world word may manifest different in my life than it does for you. You may end up with a harvest of souls. You may end up birthing a movement of God. You may end up with expanding a ministry. You may end up with restoration and relationships. You may end up with, you know, different things. I may end up with increase and advancement when it comes to, you know, like prosperity, when it comes to family members and discipleship or, you know, it can hit in all different facets. So we must understand that and guard this time that we literally value it, that we see its honor, we see its weight. It's, it's, it's important, it's vital that we understand and we cooperate with the Spirit of God during seasons like this because they come and they go. They are not always, okay? We don't always live this season that we are in today. Today is the only today that you get. We are not promised tomorrow and yesterday is gone. So today we take the day and we say, today is the day of the Lord. Today is the day of salvation. Today I will rejoice in the Lord and be strong in the power of his might. Today I will decree a thing. Today I will decree a thing and it shall be established. Today I will seek the heart of God and find out what it is that he wants to use my mouth as a rudder of a ship to help to make this turn, to help bring governing authority into my realm, into my life, into the dimensions that I am in. Amen. So let's go back to the Kairos thing that I mentioned. So Kairos, according to the Strong's, it's number G2540. And Kairos is one of those things that literally is uh, one of the original words for the word opportune that we find in the Bible. So all those scriptures that I read to you where it says opportune, 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 it can also translate into, into Kairos, okay? So a Kairos season is a due season, an appointed season. Okay, a due measure, a measure of time or larger or smaller portion of time, a fixed and definite time, a fixed and definite time. The time when things are brought to crisis is the decisive epoch waited for the time that things are brought to blessing, the time that things are brought to fruition, the time for manifestation, the time for abundance, the opportune or seasonal time, the right time, the limited period of time. To what time brings the state of the times, the things and events of time. That is coming from the Strong's Concordance, okay? So we need to understand that we are living in a Kairos time. We are in an opportune time. We are in that seasonally right now. So we don't want to miss out on that. And we don't want to miss out on the things that the Lord is asking, the things that the Lord wants us to understand and the way that he is preparing us. If we are not prepared when the Kairos moment comes, we will miss our opportune time. Okay. Now there's nothing to fear. There's nothing to get anxious about or fear or threat, you know, like be threatened that, you know, like, oh, I'm going to mess up. Lord, please don't let me miss this. You know, but we should be excited. Lord, please don't let me miss this. Please help me to not get distracted. Help me to say no to what the enemy tries to bring to me and help me to stay focused. And we just set our hearts and focus to the Lord and honor and faith, believing and grabbing this word in faith. Amen. 
So, you know, one of the things that happened to me last week, I was driving and I, all of a sudden it belted out rain, like a torrential downpour, so heavy, so strong. I could not see the road even slowed way down. I couldn't see the road in front of me. I mean, torrential downpour, heavy, heavy, heavy rain. And I was praying at the time that it started and it just kind of suddenly fell. The rain suddenly came. Hear what I'm saying to you prophetically. There was an abundance of rain that suddenly fell, a torrential downpour as I was driving. All of a sudden, my vision was completely to where I could not see where I was going. And the Lord said, just trust me, I've got you. He says, keep going slow. Trust me, I've got you. I want you to grab that prophetically right now. There's a torrential downpour coming, an abundance of rain coming. And yes, it will change your field of vision. But that's when you hear and you move by the hearing ear of the Lord. You move with your ear. You listen and you allow him to guide him. Slow down so that you don't get in a haste and get in an accident, prophetically, metaphorically speaking. Just slow down and trust the Lord. So back to that day. As the, the rain was pouring down and I was praising God and I was thanking God for the rain because I was warned about drought and to pray against drought throughout the summer for, you know, like long term into the summer and not even this summer, but also next summer as well and the summer after. But literally, like I was praising God for the rain and stuff, but I was asking him to please help anyone with flooding, not let there be flooding, you know, different things of that degree. And just praising the Lord, just even for the blessing of the rain. The Bible says that the rain is a righteous vindication. It's a righteous judgment. It's a blessing, you know? And so like I was just praising and I was rejoicing and I was smiling like ear to ear because I was happy. I was in a, a time of rejoicing with the Lord. I was actually driving to the hospital um, to go be with some loved ones as I was doing this and the Lord abruptly all of a sudden, like with a, um, an exciting alarm, he suddenly said to me, there is an about to be an abundance on you. Okay. And like, I'm telling you, like, it's one of the things that I grabbed and I just smile every time I think of it because like the timing that the Lord said, it was just beautiful. So I'm, I'm still continuing to drive and it's about time for me to get on the highway. And I get a little nervous on the highway at times anyway. And here I can't even see every semi that blows by me coming from the other direction is throwing so much water at me that literally I can't see if I'm still on my, in my lane or not. And so I pray, I'm like, Lord, like, I don't like driving. I don't like passing these semis. I don't like getting on the highway and all this. Like, can you please slow the rain down to me? And immediately the rain began to slow up and within probably 60 seconds completely dissipated and the sun began to shine. I have not forgotten that day. I didn't get to write that day down or anything, but I have recalled to memory and meditated and thank God for that day multiple times since that happened to me. It was a prophetic thing, and I know it was a prophetic thing. It was a word and a message from the Lord all of its own. Last night, I was getting out of the shower, and I was talking to the Lord. I was praying about the realms and the dimensions and seeking the Lord for understanding and, and just talking to him about all of this. And I head out of the bathroom, and as I walk into my living room, I literally dead stopped in my tracks because it was like I could literally discern and see Jesus in my living room. I couldn't see him, like, really, really clearly, but I knew immediately, like, oh, Jesus is here. And it was like, it seemed like he was, like, sitting on my couch. And I just stopped for a minute, and I was just like, Jesus? 
And, you know, I'm one of those people that I cry out for God encounters often, for encounters with Jesus, for Jesus to come visit me. And it wasn't like, you know, like he showed up like in such a strong way that I could tell you what he was wearing or anything. other. I just seen really, really white, beautiful light. But I just discerned I, Jesus is here. And it was just so strong and suddenly. And this is what I, I literally just stop. And I'm like, Jesus. And this is what the Lord says to me immediately. He says, there are times I wait on you too. There are times I wait on you too. And I just went, oh, like, what are you waiting on me for? Like, we were just talking while I was in the bathroom. Now you're sitting here. Why are you waiting on me? Like, I was just praising you, worshiping you, talking to you. You were talking to me. Now you're sitting here waiting on me. Like, I don't understand. What do you mean there are times you wait on me too? Because it was like, at first I was like, wait, am I holding Jesus up? Am I making him wait on me? Like, he's sitting around waiting for me to show up and I don't come. That's not true. Like, what does the Lord mean by that? And I was thinking about the scripture wait, that we are called to wait on the Lord, that we should take time to sit with the Lord, to sit in his presence, to wait on him expectantly. We should be waiting on the Lord in expectation to the point that like when we're seeking answers, that we're patient enough for the Lord to actually answer us before we just get excited or soulish or emotional and just make decisions. And so it was like really quickly, as soon as he said, there are times I wait on you too, he dissipated. It was like he left. Although I know he didn't leave because he's always here with me. He's always with me. His very spirit fills me. There was a different level of his presence. It was like he left. Like my, that moment was done and gone. That, mo that moment had fulfilled its assignment. I had received the message. And so I was seeking the Lord off and on through the night. Lord, what does it mean that you said there's time that you wait on me? And I, wanna, I want you to chew on that. One of the things that the Lord really put on my heart was there's times that we are talking and I want you to just come and sit and write. But you're talking to me on the go when really I'm sitting waiting on you. There's times that I want you to ask me for more and I'm waiting on you, but you don't ask for the more. There's times that I want you to seek me deeper. I want to take you deeper. I want to show you more. But you don't ask for the more. You don't slow down enough. And then I just really also got a sense from the Lord that like he was just saying, you know, I, I honor the fact that you do wait on me at times. Like I felt like the Lord was letting me know. I see that you because he said he said there are times I wait on you, too. And it was like the Lord was. Uh, uh, confirming to me in like an honoring and loving way that, hey, I know that there are times you wait upon me. I want you to know that there are times I wait upon you too. And there was just something this did to my heart that like, I don't know, it just like, it, it just made, made me feel like my relationship with the Lord personally just went to another level because I just understood like how much this relationship takes the both of us on a whole different level. Like there are times that I am waiting on the Lord and seeking the Lord, but there are also times that the Lord is waiting on me and he's even seeking after me because he wants our heart. He wants our love. He wants to share things with us. So I want to encourage you today in closing to 
take all of this and just sit and love on the Lord, wait upon the Lord, share with the Lord. Like Lord, Christy said this, and she said this, and I want this, and Lord, thank you for this, and whatever it is, just open up this conversation with him. I'm praying for you, and I trust that you are in a opportune time. I fully believe that we are in an opportune season, and this is going to stretch into, at the very least, our September, October, but I really believe beyond that as well. So let's grab this time, and let's go deeper with the Lord than we've ever been, and let's get more intimate with Him one-on-one than we've ever been. And let's let our faith and our expectation rise that God wants to show us things. He wants to reveal things to us. He wants to show up and visit us. He wants to show us realms and dimensions. He wants to pick us up and put us in places and time for seasonal purposes. He wants us positioned in our role, knowing our field, prepared for what he's got coming. Don't miss your moments. Don't miss your opportune time. God blessings. I'll be back with you soon. Love you guys.